Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 15 from the week of October 21st, 2018. to you everyone and uh, I hope you guys are getting ready for Halloween it's coming up soon so hope your costumes are ready you got your candy ready for all your trick-or-treaters uh, you got your jack-o'-lanterns carved I know I do um, this is just the this to me this is the best time of the year I just I just love Halloween and I love everything about it just the watching horror movies and some spooky shows and and everything like that so it's to me I, I just I just love this time of year the air is getting crisper colder i don't have this hot and humidity anymore uh so it's it's nice but um but yeah i hope you guys are enjoying your october we are almost at the end of it and then we have some of the other holidays we have to or we have to look forward to so uh but yeah so this week um this was we this week was pretty some pretty big news happened in the world of disney um some great things were announced uh there was actually a new resort that was announced which i'm really excited to talk about um, there are some details uh, about the new Skyliner, not too much, um, and it, the Skyliner is the new gondolas that are getting put up, um, and then also the date-based tickets uh, were released this past week. So last week they had started, if you were to purchase theme park tickets, uh, it all it all it is all done by date-based uh, uh, the date-based ticket system now. So uh, I'm going to detail that and kind of do a deeper dive into to what that's all about and how it, it could affect uh, your visits to the park. So, And I do have one announcement I do want to make, and uh, it's about the show, and I'm going to kind of do that at the end of the show. So if you want, just uh, make sure you stay tuned for that, because uh, you might have seen it a little bit on my social media this past week on our Instagram account. Um, but uh, yeah, I do have something to announce uh, that's going to be benefiting the show, and hopefully you guys will enjoy that. So stay tuned at the very end while I will go uh and talk a little bit about that but um let's just uh jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the excess press podcast
There have been rumors for quite some time now and they've actually been ramping up in the past couple weeks about a new resort that's coming to Walt Disney World uh, and Disney finally uh, finally announced it this past week and uh, it's actually a new nature inspired mixed use uh, resort that's going to be coming in 2022 along the shoreline of Bay Lake. It's actually going to be sitting in between the Wilderness Lodge and the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. And this just happens to actually be the old uh, location of the water park uh, River Country. Uh, and if you don't know River Country, I think it closed in maybe like the early 2000s, but it was kind of like attached to Fort Wilderness. And uh, it had a really cool theme. I'm happy that when I was a kid, I was able to go on it. Actually, my first trip to Disney World was at uh, Fort Wilderness back in 1994, and that's when I went to River Country. Um, but yeah, so... So this new nature resort is going to be a deluxe resort. Um, it's it's going to be themed to complement its uh, natural surroundings, and it will include more than 900 hotel rooms and uh, proposed Disney Vacation Club vi uh, villas. So uh, it, it is not named, but uh, it is slated to be Disney's 16th Disney Vacation Club property. Now, Disney didn't reveal too much information in the article about the new resort. They just did, uh, what they did do is remind us of all the other new resorts that are coming to Walt Disney World. Uh, and if you need a refresher, well, here's what's coming. So next year, we have Disney's Riviera, uh, Riviera Resort, uh, and that will be the 15th uh, Disney Vacation Club property. And it's it's actually only uh, Disney Vacation Club proper, uh, property. And it's actually the first one that's opening up uh, that's all Disney Vacation Club since Saratoga Springs in 2004. Um, and the Riviera Resort will have 300 units of different accommodations. So that's probably going to feature uh, like one bedroom villas, studios, two bedroom, and then like probably big three bedroom uh, villas. So. And what's nice is this will actually be uh, connected between Hollywood Studios, the International Get, and the end, the International Gateway at Epcot uh, via the new Disney Skyliner, which I'm going to talk about pretty soon in the show. Um, and then they also made sure they announced that uh, there will be a new resort that is all Star Wars uh, uh, inspired, and that's going to be directly connected to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over at uh, the Hollywood Studios. And if you haven't, if you don't know much about it, it's actually going to be a completely immersive experience uh, where guests can um, experience the Star Wars story, where they depart in a, a multi-day adventure aboard their starship. So, like their rooms are kind of be like they're on a starship so it's gonna be pretty awesome um so guests will be able to interact with characters as they become active citizens of the galaxy uh and they will be dressed as and those people will be dressed in proper attire as the story unfolds around them so the the, the cast members are going to be fully in tune to this uh it's going to be it's going to be really crazy if disney pulls this off the, in the best way possible so i'm i'm, I'm really excited uh, I can't imagine how much this resort will will be when if you want to stay in it. I feel like it's going to be pretty expensive because it's it's going to be pretty immersive and um, yeah, so that's going to be great. Um, and then the last thing I was actually going to talk about um, was the the new expansion to the Coronado Springs Resort. Um, I before they announced the new uh nature inspired resort i was they disney had actually released new renderings for the um expansion at the coronado springs resort and that is setting to debut next summer 
And now the expansion will include a 15 story tower and that's going to add 545 guest rooms and 50 suites to the resort. Um, so the tower will actually be the main entry port, uh, entry point when visiting the resort. Uh, so guests will enter a two-story lobby where they can check in and find some cozy places to relax. Um, and then at the very top of the tower, uh, there will be a themed table service restaurant that will have views of the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, and then the rest of the Coronado Springs Resort is getting uh, refreshed as well. And there will be... Uh, and all of the 1,800 plus rooms, uh, existing rooms today, will be fully updated with new fixtures, furnishings, and lighting. Uh, and the last piece of information um, is that there will be an all-new restaurant uh, in the middle of Lago Dorado. Um, so it's like a, the big lake that they have there. And there's actually going to be new walkways that stretch across the lake that you can go right to this restaurant. So it's not really a lot of new news, but... Um, they did offer some new renderings of this resort and all the things that are coming to it. Uh, but yeah, Disney, it's pretty awesome they announced this new resort. I'm super excited for it. Um, this nature-inspired resort. Um, I, I know I've said this before, the Wilderness Lodge is my favorite resort on Disney property. Um, I just, I've camped my entire life. I just love the outdoors and I still need to get to the Pacific Northwest. I've I mean, I've kind of been to San Francisco, been up there a bit, but that's not the Pacific Northwest. Um, so I really need to go, but I'm, I'm really pumped to see what this nature, uh, inspired resort has to bring. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just happy that Disney finally announced it because the rumors were just kind of out of control the past couple weeks. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of new resorts coming to the Disney theme parks. And, uh, if you guys don't realize that's just, that's going to mean more crowds, so uh, a lot more people will be able to stay right on property. There's a lot of new rooms coming. Um, there's a lot. Uh, I, f I forget how many they said that were going to be coming. I think it was like maybe 2,000 or extra new rooms, but it's a lot. So uh, you can anticipate that anytime you come to Walt Disney World is going to be busy. Uh, you just have to accept the fact that there's probably not a lot of slow times anymore. Um, I think January is still probably the slowest, but I find that I, from what I see, more people are going in January now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to get kind of, kind of crazy at the parks at some point, but, um, but yeah, so a lot of new rooms coming, but I think that's good because people always complain about, uh, there's not a lot of resort availability. They kind of fill up super fast. So, I mean, if you want to get your, your, the resort you want, you have to do it very early. Um, and you have to reserve, uh, reserve it like way ahead of time, like a year or however, however far in advance you can. So it's good that there are going to be new, more rooms, but it's going to get a little bit more busier in the park. So, but this kind of leads me into the next piece of information. Uh, and Disney actually released like a, a some, uh, like a quick little one minute video, um, showcasing some of the new things about the, the new Disney Skyliner that's being built. Uh, and if you don't know the the Skyliner, that is the gondola system that's, uh, that will be built. And if you don't know what gondolas are, if you go to like a ski resort, um, those are like the big machines where families can sit in and uh, they work their way up to the mountain. So um, I, I'm 
pretty excited. I mean, I love Disney modes of transportation. I'm a big fan of the monorail, uh, the boats. The boats are some of my favorite things. And now I'm glad to see that the uh, the gondola systems are coming to the resort. So um, now in the video, again, it's a little one minute thing, but they kind of they they kind of do like a countdown from like six to one. So I'll just kind of recap what it says in the video. Um, so number six, it's six miles of cable. So that's going to be the amount of cable that's attaching all of the the stations. And so actually the next station or the next number uh, for five, five is uh, for loading stations. There's going to be five loading stations. Now, uh, and then the next one is four serviced resorts. So I'm going to kind of talk about four and five together. Um, so they're talking about five loading stations. So there's going to be at one at Hollywood Studios. There's going to be one at Epcot. Um, then there's going to be one at both uh, the Art of Animation and Disney's Pop Century Resort. So there's one station for those two resorts. Uh, and then there's going to be a fourth one over at the Caribbean Beach Resort. And then the last one's going to be over at the uh, the new uh, Riviera Resort that's opening up next year. So... Um, so yeah, so those are the the, the all the, the loading stations. So again, number four was serviced resorts. Number three was the amount of lines that there are going to be. So there's three separate lines that you I guess you'll have to connect and get off from, sort of like the monorail where you have to switch uh, switch tracks. And then number two is there's two connecting theme parks, which I've mentioned. It's going to be at the Hollywood Studios and over at Epcot. And then number one was one amazing Skyliner experience. So I know a lot of people are super amped and very excited for this new mode of transportation to come. Uh, I know I am. I It'll probably make me want to stay at like the Caribbean Beach Resort or, or check out the new Riviera Resort. Um, my, I'm very thankful. My father-in-law is actually a Disney Vacation Club member, so that could help us out and maybe go to the uh, Riviera Resort. So I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Um, but yeah, this this gondola system seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun. But I'm I'm curious how it's gonna, how long it could take to go from, from like the Caribbean Beach Resort to Hollywood Studios or or any other resort. So. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see if it might be faster just to take a bus. Um, I don't know how fast these gondola system moves, but I mean, hey, it's kind of cool just to like hang out in the sky and go across Disney property. So it's kind of like an attraction in itself. So, hey, why not? But yeah, it's it's not a lot of new information, but if you want to go check out that video, you can go over to the Disney Parks blog where they have that video up or to like go to their YouTube channel. But, um, but yeah, so it's just a little information about the Disney Skyliner. We actually haven't really talked about it on the show at all. So I figured, hey, why not? Let's, uh, let's talk about it on the show. So, um, but yeah, okay. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to kind of take a quick break right here. Um, but stay tuned because Disney had released their date based ticket system over on the, um, my Disney experience website, um, so yeah, so stay tuned for that, and uh, I'll be right back.
So last Tuesday on October 16th, Walt Disney World Resort launched their new online vacation planning destination and began offering date-based tickets and pricing. Uh, they did also launch some other tools to help guests plan out their vacation, like park offering overviews uh, and customized suggestions based on their personal preferences. So, but the biggest thing to come out of this was that guests uh, now can purchase tickets using an interactive online calendar, uh, and it displays different ticket prices based on the dates that they choose to visit. So. Compared to the previous pricing, some tickets have increased, decreased, stayed the same, and it, it, it kind of depends on the start date and the length of the ticket. So uh, I'm going to kind of walk through with you like how it works. Um, and the example I'll do is like say you book with a one park per day ticket package. So like no park hopper, it's just one park per day. Um, so the first thing you do is you select how many days you want to visit the parks. So for this instance, I'm going to choose five days. Um, and then you'll look at the calendar and pick which day you want the park tickets to start on. Uh, so then you'll see the calendar. It now displays after you've chosen the five days. It, it's, it, it now displays how much the ticket will cost uh, per day. So say I want to have it uh, start, uh, have this ticket start on Friday, March 1st, 2019. It will then show uh, the pricing options and this would cost $83 um, per day and that would come out to $413 in total for an adult ticket. Um, so now that ticket is valid to be used anytime between March 1st and March 8th. So, so then you want to select how many tickets you, you need. So if you need tickets for two adults, the, the total comes out to $879.70. So the reason I did this example is because this was exactly my stay when I went earlier this year in March. Um, it had similar dates and everything. So at that time, th this, uh, this past year, I had actually paid $788 for park tickets. Um, and I actually did go back and check my credit card statement. So right now, that's a difference about $90. So I'm going to be paying $90 more for next year than I am, uh, than I did this past year. So there... It sounded like Disney's kind of, to me, when Disney released this, it it was saying that it's not going to have that much of a price difference, uh, maybe like a few dollars per day here and there. Like they were saying, like maybe it could be like two dollars more or four dollars more per day. But this is this is a lot more. Um, I'm I'm going to be paying, I guess for for two adults, um, it's about. $90 so it's about an extra $45 per person now I mean it, it is a bit more it, I mean like maybe it's not too much but I still think it's a bit more and I think March is not that much of a busy time except for like mid-March where I went it's it's it was pretty slow um, so but I mean that's an example of how the date-based tickets work um, and you could say you want to buy five tickets, but you want to add more on you you can it still kind of works the same exact way 
But yeah, that's just that's an example of how the date-based tickets work. Um, it's it's cool that you can see when are the slower times. I feel like people will want to go when the tickets are cheaper. So. I, like I was saying before, I don't think there's going to be much of a slower uh, slower time to visit the Disney parks anymore. I feel like it's it's just going to be busy all the time, um, especially with these date-based tickets now. I, I feel like if people do need to save money, they're going to go um, at the time that it is cheaper, unless it's a holiday and they absolutely can't uh, do anything. Uh, about it they just have to stay with like if they're going to go to easter or if they're going to go through christmas uh thanksgiving or if they just if they have to go in the summer it's just it is what it is but so yeah that that new the new date based tickets uh were now released so if you want go go to kind of do like a mock vacation and kind of check out what you see and get a feel for the new for the new system that they put in place but um so yeah, not only did the, the park tickets increase, um, and I think that was for like the second time this year, um, but the actually the annual passes increased as well. So uh, the annual passes are pretty expensive. Um, like the Platinum Plus, it raised about $50. Uh, the Platinum, it raised about $50. Um, gold raised about like 30 or so, and silver raised about like $40. So it's... It, they went up a lot, and I'm and I'm pretty sure that the the annual passes actually uh, went up a, a for I think they went up in price earlier this year as well. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure they did. But again, tickets not only did the tickets get in price, but food and beverages saw a very big increase as well. So that's like fountain drinks, turkey legs, um, popcorn. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Even the the food and wine festival prices had an increase as well. Like during the festival, the prices increased. Like that's kind of insane. Um, and for what I've been reading, it's actually one of the biggest price increases on food at a single time. So, so some examples are: so a regular fountain soda went from three twenty nine to three ninety nine. So seventy cents that went up, and then. Like a coffee, a cot, like a probably like a Joffrey's coffee, it went up from like two seventy nine to three twenty nine. An orange juice went up from four twenty nine to four ninety nine. Uh, bottled water went up from three dollars to three fifty. So a lot of it is um, within like fifty cents or whatever. But I mean, like the Mickey pretzel, the pretzel went up from six dollars to seven and then my beloved mickey ice cream bar went up from five dollars to 575 i always love just being able to take a five dollar bill out of my wallet and just be like here you go give me give me a two of those so it'd actually be a ten dollar bill but no i'm joking i would only ask for one at a time um but yeah so the mickey bar come on it went up in price what why do you do that to me but yeah so so a lot of the food and prices had gone up, which is kind of sad. I mean, that that was a big jump. It was a big jump for a lot of smaller items. So uh, I can only imagine what's going to happen at like table service or quick service. But hey, people are still going to Disney. People are going to pay. I mean, hey, it's it's Disney. I think we have all accept that at this point that we love it. And we're still going to go regardless. Because um, I know I am. I'm still going to go. And I'm... I'm still gonna pay that $5.75 for that Mickey ice cream bar, I tell you that much. Um, but yeah, so there was also an increase in parking at the parks. Uh, a standard car uh, just went up like $3. 
uh, it sort of went up from like $22 to $25. And if you want to do preferred parking, it's now $50, which is kind of crazy. I don't know who would want to pay for preferred parking unless you really don't want to walk. But um, but yeah, so a lot of a lot of big increases this past week as well. So that's not a lot of fun news. Um, uh, but I, I think Disney they they just have to do it. I mean, it's for all the stuff that they're building. I think they have to add the cost in somewhere. But hey, like I said, I'm still gonna pay for it. I'm still gonna do it. But and I'm sure you will as well. But if you have any thoughts about the new ticket prices, let me know. Uh, on either send me an email or you can send me a, a message on social media and I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of these prices and if you're using the date-based ticket system what you think about that as well so so yeah okay well that's it for the the new ticket prices and everything like that and increases and there's some smaller new items that we're we're gonna get to so uh, let's uh, just just stay tuned and I'll be right back So for some of the smaller announcements this past week, uh, first up is that the all-new Disney Junior Dance Party show is opening on December 22nd over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So if uh, your family with little ones that love Disney Junior, well, now they have that brand new dance party. Uh, so it'll be a live show that will have some high-energy high songs. Uh, dazzling special effects and new friends and beloved characters including Mickey Mouse himself um, in the show DJ DJ I, that's his name um, uh, I have no idea who he is but sorry in the show DJ DJ and host Finn Fiesta will invite everyone in on the party which will create a very interactive atmosphere for the kids to sing dance and play along with their favorite Disney Junior stars like Doc McStuffins, as well as Timon from The Lion Guard, and of course, Vampirina from the hit Disney Junior series, Vampirina. Um, and then, of course, uh, Mickey Mouse will be there as well. Um, I know Vampiria, Vampirina is very popular among the young kids, um, so she is now joining the party, um, but uh, the the Disney Junior Dance Party will also be going uh, debuting at the Disneyland Resort uh starting uh february 1st of 2019 um well actually sorry it's already going on i read that wrong vampirina will be joining february 1st 2019 at the disneyland disney junior dance party so this doesn't have much effect on me this is something i won't be seeing unless i have kids within the next few years um and um so i don't have any kids right now uh, but if you do, this would probably be a fun thing for them to do because I think they, the dance party has been gone from the Hollywood studios for a while. And I, I never saw the original, so I have no idea what that was like. But So yeah, new dance party just in time for the holidays on October, or sorry, December 22nd. And then 
keeping in December, um, they did announce some new things about Toy Story Land and that the Buzz, Woody, and Jesse will be dressing up for the holidays. So guests can now go to, well, not right now, but they can go to Toy Story Land for the holidays and they will be see, they'll be able to see Woody in a holiday vest adorned with a Christmas tree and presents as well as a candy cane accessory for his holster. Uh, Jessie will also trade her red cowgirl vest, or sorry, her cowgirl vest for a red holiday vest trimmed with peppermint pattern. And then Buzz, Light, Buzz Lightyear, he just gets a Santa hat. That's it. He just gets a Santa hat. So same suit, just a Santa hat on his head. So, um, but beginning on November 8th, guests can uh, enjoy Toy Story Land uh, as that will have new holiday decor as uh, it will feature oversized cranberry and popcorn garland and a holiday card selfie of Toy Story Pals uh, and a oversized ham sugar cookie and and green alien ornaments so there's gonna be a lot of cool holiday uh, decorations that'll be going on in Toy Story Land so make sure you check that out um, but uh, if you're riding on Slinky Dog Dash, you'll be able to hear sleigh bells ringing. And if you're riding Alien Swirly Saucer, uh, Alien Swirling Saucers, it will offer two new holiday tracks that were uh, specially made for that attraction. And there will be themed lighting for that. So, um, but yeah, I think you're definitely going to want to check out uh, Toy Story Land for the holidays. And I think you just want to check out Hollywood Studios in general for the holidays because apparently it's phenomenal. Uh, and it, I think what's great about Hollywood Studios is almost the entire park is kind of dressed up for Christmas. Whereas, like, if you go to Magic Kingdom, it's only down Main Street. And that's, like, it. Oh, and the, I mean, and the castle, of course. But, I mean, that's kind of part of Main Street. But, like, nowhere else in the park it's really dressed up. Um, I mean, I think they do Jingle Cruise for the Jungle Cruise. But I think that's about it. Um... But yeah, Hollywood Studios, if you want to see some really great Halloween decor, sorry, Christmas decorations, I would go over there. So, um, so yeah, that's exciting. But um, another thing that's also coming to Hollywood Studios next month, as well as Disneyland, uh, the, the new um, Wreck-It Ralph movie will be having a sneak preview starting uh, November 5th, 2018. Uh, so this is... Um, going to be happening until December 9th. Uh, so guests will be able to see that preview in 3D at the Tomorrowland Theater. And then uh, guests will be able to see it at Disney's Hollywood Studios um, starting... Oh, sorry, that will be starting November 2nd and the Walt Disney Presents. So actually, I think I kind of said that information wrong. Sorry, the Tomorrowland Theater is in Disneyland, if I didn't say that correctly. Um, so that's where guests will be able to see it there. And then guests will see the uh, preview in Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney Presents. So, so yeah, I'm really excited for the new Wreck-It Ralph movie. Uh, it's called Ralph Breaks the Internet. I love the first one. I'm really excited to see what they do with this movie. Um, so yeah, so if you want to check out a preview, you can go and do that starting at the beginning of November. Um, so the last piece of information is that, that came out this week is it's actually about the Disney Parks mobile app. Um, 
And if you don't know what that is, it's if you're just if you're waiting online, it's an interactive app that you can use while you're waiting online. It could play Disney Parks music uh, from the app from Apple Music. Um, so there's there's a couple of new features that are being added to the the mobile app, uh, and that is. Uh, the first one is Stories of the Enchanted Gallery over at Disney's Art of Animation. Um, so this will be the first Play Disney Parks experience based at a Disney Resort Hotel. And that will allow you to bring the art field walls of the lobby to life while checking in or enjoying your stay. Uh, so through the app, you'll be able to become your own animator, creating themed art that transforms it into the living uh, breathing stories inspired by Finding Nemo, The Lion King, Little Mermaid, and Cars. So it looks like it's going to be some kind of like augmented reality um, thing that could happen through your cell phone uh, while looking at the gallery at the Art of Animation. So that's that's awesome. Uh, I haven't checked out the Disney Parks app yet. Uh, I haven't been to the park since it came out. It actually debuted, I think, in June. Um, and actually the next one is the next feature that uh, was announced was the Ace uh, Guide to Pandora Valley Amora Edition. Uh, and you'll be able to join Alpha Centauri Expeditions on an adventurous journey as you explore the colors, cultures, and creatures of Pandora. Scan your surroundings for exotic life forms, create indigenous music and experience, and other interactive gameplay alongside your friends and family while learning all about this alien moon through interesting facts, trivia, and activities. Um, so this actually can be accessed anywhere within the park, but it's especially great if you're waiting in the queue line at the very popular Avatar Flight of Passage attraction. So that queue is really awesome. Um, I, I, I did standby and fast pass uh, for Flight of Passage, and I actually I love the standby queue. I think it's really great. Uh, unfortunately, you probably have to wait a long time. I kind of got lucky and only had to wait an hour for it, and that was actually my second time. My first time was a, fa a fast pass, but I loved it so much that hey, an hour wait is worth it. So, um, but yeah, the queue the queue is great, and now it's even better uh, with the Disney Parks app. So make sure if you're waiting online, you whip out your phone and you use the Disney Parks app. So. Um, now, another thing I, I did want to mention, I just thought of it now, is Disney has these things in the parks called fuel rods, and they're pretty much rechargeable batteries. Um, and what's great is, like, Disney really wants you to be using your phone a lot because of the My Disney Experience app, checking fast passes. So, like, you could go through your battery pretty quickly while you're, while you're out in the parks. So... If you don't want to have to like worry about carrying your your own batteries, um, if you don't want to have to worry about carrying your own recharger batteries, there are fuel rod stations where I think it's like thirty dollars. You buy you buy a fuel rod, and then what happens is once that depletes, you just turn it in and you get a new one, and you could do that as many times as you want. So like. If you don't want to have to worry about like packing a fuel rod or packing a rechargeable battery with you, then like you'll have to worry about recharging it. Like you can just grab one and go all the time. So like you'll always have juice for your phone. Um, so I think especially now with the Play Disney Parks app, um, it's it's even worth having uh, now. So uh, I've never used fuel rod, but I I know a lot of people love it. But and I I feel like this could be a good thing if you're using your phone a lot in the parks. So look into it and see if it's something you want to do. So, um, 
But that's it for the parks news this week. Uh, there, there, there was a lot of great stuff. Um, but I, I'm just gonna. I did get one question uh, over on Instagram uh, this past week, and that was from Carter, uh, and he actually asked of of all the recent innovations, which do you think should be featured in Spaceship Earth? So. Um, great question. I kind of mentioned this a little bit last week, but I'll, I'll talk about it a bit more. Um, now, Spaceship Earth, as everyone knows, it is closing. So, for a, well, actually, it was rumored to be closing for a big refurbishment. Disney has not announced it yet, but it's it was rumored. I talked about it last week. Um, and yeah, he was he asked like, okay, what kind of in- innovations will be will put into the ride? And if you don't know, Spaceship Earth. Uh, is about communication throughout the world and or throughout communication throughout time so I think I feel like if they were to add anything so so in spaceship earth the last scene that we see before we enter into outer space and see earth is actually a man building a home computer in his garage um, now that was happening right before Epcot open uh, and I think I think something that's going to be have to be hit on is the internet because um, the internet was a brand new way of connecting the world with each other through through email and the world wide web um, I feel like the internet has to be um, showcased in there that's definitely one of the biggest breakthroughs we've had with forms of communication um, so I feel like that needs to be in there uh, but I would also hope they have like video conferencing so if we see people like if similar to like a FaceTime you just you have a computer set up or like Skype so something with video conferencing and I definitely think like cell phones will be included um, I like smartphones I mean I don't know what cell phones exactly they'll they'll, they'll show but um, I think it'll have to be something with a cell phone so those are just kind of the three things that like I really feel that were like big breakthroughs with communication so especially the internet and then video conferencing and then cell phones um, cause it pretty much helps you connect with anyone around the world at like any point in time of the day. Um, so I feel like those are the three biggest things that will probably be added to the resort. Um, but yeah, so the, but that's, uh, that's kind of it for the show this week. So to wrap up, to wrap up some of the news, um, so we had a lot of news. So we, we talked about the, the new art based, um, sorry, the, the nature based resort that's coming which is going to be sitting in between the wilderness lodge and the um uh what was it the fort wilderness resort uh then we talked about the skyliner and the new the new date-based tickets so there was a lot of a lot of cool info there um but there is one more announcement i do kind of want to make and that's something for the show um but i am going to take a quick break and kind of kind of wrap things up in a second so Uh, Stay tuned, and we'll have that announcement in just a second. Alright, so if you haven't seen on social media this week, I... I kind of had a new idea that I got really excited about that I, I want to start doing on the show. Um, now I kind of put it out there that if there were any uh, previous cast members uh, that would like to be interviewed on the show, 
um, to kind of reach out and, and let me know. Um, and I actually got a pretty big response. Uh, so what I want to do is I'm going to be adding a second show to the podcast a week. Um, so you will not only just get one episode, you will now be getting two episodes per week. Um, I, I hope that's it. I'm, I'm going to try to do it two per week. Uh, it, I'm going to see how that goes and see what my schedule is like. Um, but I'm, I really want to do this two episodes per week. So the, the, the first episode you'll get will be the same episode that you always see every week is the Disney Parks News. But the second episode is going to be a sit-down with a, a cast member that has either worked at Walt Disney World or the Disneyland Resort. And I actually have several interviews set up already, actually through the new year. So I think I have like maybe seven or eight and then a few other people interested. I just have to set up some time. Um, but yeah, what I want to do is I want to have a very like casual conversation with a cast member. I want to learn about their experiences at the parks, um, what their thoughts were on it. Uh, and it, it'll just be a very, a very like maybe like a quick 30 minute interview or maybe longer depending how the conversations goes. Um, but I really, I, one of the biggest things is I love hearing about their experiences. Um, and I, I, I want to know more about the insides of Disney and how it works and I would love to hear because I know each cast member has a different story. I've read a, a little, a lot of like other interviews and uh, ask me anything's on Reddit. I don't know if you're on that at all, but a lot of cast members go on Reddit and kind of talk about their experiences. Um, and I just, it's always to me that's so fascinating. So the second episode each week will be a interview with a cast member. Um, so like I said, I got a pretty great response. Um, my plan is to do one interview per week and then release it the, the following week. Um, and I have interviews scheduled through the end of the year. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to start doing that. Um, the first interview is not until mid-November, so you probably won't get this first episode. Um, probably not until before, just before Thanksgiving, so probably like the third week of November. So stay tuned for that, and uh, I'll definitely have a bit more information uh, soon. But uh, so yeah, that's the that's a big announcement that I wanted to make for the show, and I hope you guys are excited. But if if you listen to this show and you were a previous cast member uh, that would love to be interviewed or talk about your time, uh, reach out to me and and let me know because I would love to to chat with you. Or if you know anyone that was a cast member and would like to be heard, uh, let me know because I, I, I put up a f post on Facebook uh, to like my friends and I got so many responses from like, oh yeah, my friend worked there and that's how I got a lot of the interviews set up. Like, it, So if you know someone that wants to do it, let me know. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, that's that's my big announcement. And uh, but that kind of that kind of wraps things up for this week. But um, but yeah, if you want to reach out and be on the show for that, you can actually shoot me an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to me on um, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at excesspresspodcast. But but yeah, so that's just that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode. Um, so if you're not already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast either on Ankle, uh, sorry, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. 
Um, and uh, if you haven't been to the website yet, you can check us out at excesspresspodcast.com. And you can actually send me a message right through there if you, if you want to. Um, but yeah, follow me on social media. Like I said, I am at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and then if you want, you can send me a voice message if you're subscribed on the Anchor app. But yeah, so, so that's it. So thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. Uh, this is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.